Hello, I am Zanzi and welcome back to the Health Boom Zanzi podcast episode 107. Proudly brought to you by Health Boom Zanzi. I'm your host Joe, and I'm so excited to walk this health and wellness journey with you. Remember, nothing is off limits. In this week's episode, we discuss the impact of events or experiences of loss and grief on our mental, emotional, and physical state. We chat to clinical psychologist Angela Day, who has experience in working in psychiatric spaces and dealing with major mental health conditions. In our discussion, we explore the effects of these events or experiences and how feeling is the journey towards healing. Angela, how are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you for having me and hello to your listeners. Thank you for making time to talk on this very important topic. For the month of September, we are focusing on heart health. But today we're going to go deeper into that focus of just the emotion around everything. So to start off with you, please just give us a brief description of what you do as a clinical psychologist, and then we'll get into the discussion. So as a clinical psychologist, I'm trained to work with serious mental illness. I'm trained to work as a member of a multidisciplinary team. So we work in psychiatric spaces and we deal with major mental illness, as I said. So schizophrenia, bipolar, major depression, anxiety, and those often are symptomologies that we know associated to other things dealing with grief and loss and distinguishing that between that and a depression. We know that, you know, life happens. Sometimes certain events like death and trauma come along our way and that can cause us to go on an emotional journey. In the event of loss or heartache or grief, what sort of the emotional journey that an individual then experiences? I think sometimes we also have to include just major loss, including your job. That's major loss, obviously one's parents. But there's also spaces when we speak of grief and loss, when we're also in a position of maybe gaining something. When we're starting a new job, having a new relationship, there is a loss that we still have to grieve for closing doors on the things that were before. So some of the things that we might experience in the space of grief and loss is emotions like disbelief, sadness, yearning. We might experience numbness, literally just from head to toe because you can't believe it. Sense of frustration because there's nothing you can do about it. Anxiety. What's going to happen? This meaningful and profound relationship or situation has completely changed and you probably didn't expect it. So there's a great deal of anxiety. An inability to focus. So inattention, and just unable to show up in the way that you used to before you knew. Angela, what happens when we do not know how to deal with those emotions? A lot of times we compartmentalize. We either go into numbness where we just shut down and we stop functioning. It depends on how severe it becomes and our reaction to the loss. And that also has cultural history. So not everybody will react the same way to shutting down. We look at that space of the fight, the flight, or the freeze response that's innate within many of us. And when a situation occurs, the degree to which we access one of those responses will very much depend on our style of showing up. 
and it can be different from situation to situation. Yeah, I'm actually quite interested because it's something that I came across an article that I was reading. Is it possible if you experience the loss of a loved one that your own mental and emotional state or physical state can take a sort of a dip? Again, you know, you're in this state of disbelief or numbness, anxiety. All of those responses, typically on a physiological level, the body is going to react on a very primitive level. So as you know, sometimes we often lose our appetite because again, like on a primitive level, you're not going to be hungry or want to eat when you need to run away from a situation or freeze and you're fighting for your life. And that's what it can actually feel like when you are experiencing this loss or this complete change in what is going to happen to your life as you start to make sense of, because that's what we do as human beings. We want to make meaning. And the initial response often is complete disbelief. But as that starts to settle in, we very much struggle to make meaning of what has happened to us. And so throughout all of those processes, yes, your body is going to go into a survival mode, however that's going to look for you. And just touching on um, what you said now about making meaning out of what has happened, what are the tools that we can practice to help us make meaning of what occurred in our lives? Well, the biggest tool that we can use is to feel, is to literally start to feel again. And maybe even the knowledge of knowing the steps and sometimes what we can expect to happen, whether it's for us or if we are the support system for someone else that's going through a major space of grieving and loss. Because inevitably what we want to do, the natural response is to suppress these very difficult emotions that come up with the situation. Often people say to us, stay strong, stay strong. You know, people feel like they need to turn to drink, to working even harder or some other kind of a distraction. But ultimately what we want to do is give yourself the space to feel. We want to help you to feel because any other approach won't actually help you to cope with what you're going through and to work through these feelings. We're going to have to help you to be conscious of how much hurting you're doing, but it's better to sit with it, be with it, and then it will be processed. If not, that can turn into a complex grief that can last for years and possibly a lifetime. It might possibly manifest in other ways if not dealt with it. 100% like an outburst. Sometimes you don't even know what's happening. Maybe the event has, the grief and loss space has been gone for several months, but all of a sudden there's actually something bubbling under the surface. And then you see someone go into outbursts or they actually close off 100% emotionally. They're just not willing to talk to the people around them. So allowing yourself to grieve, you know, literally to face the pain, that will activate the healing within your body. Lastly, Angela, to be able to feel right, you need to be sort of in a space that is safe and a space that allows you to do that. So what are the accessible spaces that people can access to help them deal and feel? Our immediate access is often to our support systems around us. So leaning on a family member, a friend, group therapy, there's bereavement counselors. One needs to start to establish what your trustworthy support systems and then turning to a relative or close friend who's also lost someone close to them can be very beneficial because they tend to understand how difficult it is and may not be so quick to just say, stay strong, be strong. Looking for support from a counselor, therapist, 
But it's important that sometimes with any trauma or space of grieving and loss, because trauma and grieving and loss are not the same, trauma is when we make a meaning making of it and it literally becomes a stuck space. Bereavement can be a space that's dynamic, filled with movement, and can last for several weeks. That's not the same thing as trauma. But trauma can come through spaces of grieving, loss, and bereavement. Thank you. That's really interesting to know, because I think normally we just approach it as the same. No, it's not the same. As a psychologist, one of the things that we have to distinguish when someone appears to be in a deep depression is understand the circumstances under which the person is living in. So if it's a depression, it will last for several weeks and it will really completely tend to become part of a person's affect sometimes. But when it's grieving and loss, usually you can identify an, an event and that can be worked through and processed. So they're not the same thing. And just in closing, you know, for yeah. that's going through these spaces of grieving and loss, there's also access to the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, as well as Lifeline Crisis Center counselors. And these services are for free. And they're very well trained to deal with these spaces of grieving and loss. Alternatively, private practitioners, therapists, psychiatrists, social workers, we're all here as mental health care professionals to support whatever is required. Thank you for joining this week's episode of the Health for Mzansi podcast. For more on this chat, check out healthformzanzi.co.za. Now remember, if you are in a medical jam or just curious about some health and wellness trends, you can send an email to hello at healthformzanzi.co.za or send a message to 076-132-0454. Yeah, we don't blue tick. So there you have it, girls and guys. Loss, trauma or grief are sometimes an inevitable meeting on life's journey. Know that you are not alone and that there are support systems in place to assist you in overcoming and thriving. You do not have to suffer alone. Until next time, keep well, stay healthy. Signing out, your girl Joe.